This is episode number 15, which is part two of Submitting to the Process. Okay, welcome back to the Texas Tenor Podcast. I'm Quaman Fowler, your host, and this is part two of submitting to the process. And if you are a musician and you want to hook up with me and get some lessons, you can go to QuamanFowler.com forward slash lessons for the one-on-one lessons. And if you want to check out the academy that I have, you can go to Texas Tenor Music Academy, and there you'll be able to access my music videos as well as music lessons. Okay, so uh, without further ado, let me get you into the rest of the podcast, submitting to the process. I enjoy the journey. I enjoy just going through the process and going through the steps because for me to get to this point with my product, I had to start first uh, and do a project, do a CD. I've gone through those experiences of, you know, of of learning about the best way to put a a CD out, you know, especially, you know, because a lot of times when musicians, when they're not thinking about the business aspect or they don't understand how to market, you know, they would just go in the studio, record something and just put it out on Facebook or put it out on social media and say, hey, the CD is available. Go buy it. You know, that's not a good approach. You know what you have to do. And what I learned, even with when I started doing stuff online, I would put stuff out there, me working on the track, you know, me rehearsing with the band. I would I would show um, all of this stuff that would go on before are along the way as, uh, you know, to recording in the studio. You know, I would even do, uh, before we had Facebook Live, I would do live, or I would do uh, webinars and stuff like that and um, show the process on how I created a song or made a track and stuff like that. And all of that is engaging and all of that is, is good marketing because once I uh, arrive at the point where I have the CD available. I've been keeping the people up to date of what's going on, so now they're anticipating and looking forward to that particular CD coming out. And you have to use social media in these days because you know people are always wanting to see what's going on. They they constantly want to get some updates and get some um, some stuff, you know. I mean, every day we wake up in the morning, we want to see what's going on in the world. The news, all they do is just find stories, what's going on around the world, and they want to uh, put it out there for you. A lot of times they have to think about these shocking titles so that you can get, uh, that you can click on it and, and watch it. And that's big business because once you go to that website, you'll see an ad that'll pop up. And you best believe that ad that you're watching, some business paid for it to be on there. You know, so just watching what's going on in the culture, I'm seeing uh, I'm, I'm seeing what's going on and how I need to incorporate uh, a lot of or a lot of these principles into my business. I might not be at that level or place 
where I would uh, run ads uh, like that in front of videos uh, just yet, but I'm, I'm getting there, you know. But the thing about it, I have to first acknowledge where I am in my process so that I can keep moving forward. And that's the thing that's important. You have to be able to um, measure where you are um, and, you know, in your development. You have to measure where you are. So in terms of business, um, I, with, let's say, my, my online business, I've been doing, I would use uh, Jazz Webshed. I started in 2009, and um, I've been doing that. What is this? This is, so that's, what, eight? 2000 no I'm sorry yeah no yeah well, I'm I'm think yeah that's right that's right because um yeah so 2009 till till now and I've been doing videos putting videos up and even doing podcasts since then um and I've learned a lot if you go back and find the the older stuff it's it's kind of bad <laughs> It's kind of bad, but um, I got better. I got better and better. And even my presentation of, of, of um, my appearance of my stuff on the web, you know, it's gotten better and better. And that's that's the thing going through the process. You can't be a s- scared of the process either. You know, you just got to truck along because you use the best. You, 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 you present what you have the best you can. That's what I was wanting to say at that particular level, you know. And um, the more you do it, you get better and better. Even doing podcasts and doing these uh, videos and stuff like that. This is my first time doing a podcast live. So uh, I'm going to get better and better. And with you all's encouragement and feedback, that even helps me uh, through the process get better. But you got to have confidence, too. Um, you know, we're not perfect. I'm not ashamed of myself. <laughs> so I can get on here and do this because I appreciate the process. And this goes into practicing and playing. The more you play, like if you've never played uh, in front of people or if it makes you nervous to play in front of people, you need to do it more. Because the more you do it, the more you're not going to be nervous, the more it's, you're going to feel comfortable with, with doing it. And, you know, just the same as me feeling comfortable in uh, playing, you know, I'm probably not as comfortable or confident uh, in speaking as I am with, with playing. So it just depends. I mean, I'm, I'm cool with speaking, you know, but like even as a teacher, um, you know, you go through these same uh, things because these same areas of uh, growth are when it comes to teaching students, you know, you have to learn where the student is and your best way to uh, approach working with them. Um, because that's the thing, too. I went through this process with, with, with teaching. You know, I have what I think a student needs. And then I try, I, you know, initially I would go in and say, okay, good, let's work on this and let's work on that. But they don't even have the prerequisites that would have them to be even able to, to work on the stuff that I would like them to work on. So all of that is what you 
um, have to deal with when you're um, when you have students. You know, as a teacher, you might have a wealth of knowledge, but at the same time, you can only give them what they uh, actually need. That next step that they need, um, you got to really put yourself in their shoes, and that's the thing that can be a challenge, especially when it's been uh, so long from you being a beginner. But going back to what I said, measuring where you're at, I even have to measure um, things from the standpoint of at a beginner level, this is what a a beginner needs. And then after that, um, intermediate level, this is what you need. As a teacher, I have to be the one to put these uh, building blocks in place for the student, for them to go through, because I had to go through it myself. And this is all a part of what's needed through the process. I I enjoy teaching. I love it because I enjoy learning. I love the process. And even with me doing this video or the podcast that you're listening to, I love sharing information. I love helping other people um, just, you know, people see or the light bulb to go out to go on to come on that's it not go out <laughs> i enjoy people um you know being inspired and and learning cuz i enjoy learning i like to listen to podcasts i like to listen to audio books you know i like to um to read you know now <laughs> i said i i used to read a lot more of course once before the technology and then once the technology of the podcast and audiobooks I just get the audiobooks and I listen to them you know but still you know it's nothing like reading it's it's just you get more of a connection when you can look at the words and read them you know but I understand that because when it comes to transcribing as a uh, a, a an instrumentalist you know you get a lot more when you learn the music by ear and sit down and pick out what's going on. It's more of a engaging, uh, it's more engaging for the mind, the brain, when you're uh, learning music like that, you know. And that's the same way with, with reading. When you can sit and read a book, you know, it, it, it helps your vocabulary. You know, you're looking at the words, you're thinking about them. Sometimes you might even verbalize it. And the more you can use all aspects of your brain, the higher, um, you know, the, the, the more likely you'll be to remember it and retain that. So that's very good to know. Um, but, yeah, this is all process. I mean, even, um, you know, as a, as a teacher and as a, 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 a musician, we have to process music because, you know, we process it individually or internally, but we have to share it with other people so that they can understand how to go from step one to step B. So check it out. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, like I was explaining to a, uh, a student the other day, you know, we can you listen to music uh, to enjoy it. You know, we, we just overall, we, we enjoy the feeling of, of a song, you know, and we like certain aspects of it, but we hadn't sat down and tried to analyze what it is. 
Um, but the, these are two different modes to be in. You can sit and enjoy something and, excuse me, and then you can be in a mode to where you want to break, break it down. But um, the reason why I, w- I brought that up, I was just talking about processing uh, what you're hearing so that you can replicate it. Because that's the whole point when you are a uh, musician and you want to grow in your skill. Well, you you got to start processing what you're hearing, you know. Why is that so cool? Why does why does that sound hip? It's usually a combination between the melody, harmony and the rhythm. And so you can go in and look at specifically what was that rhythm, you know, and look at what was the harmony. And so what was the notes that went over those chords? And, you know, why was that cool? Was it uh, some extensions? Was it outside of the key? Was the rhythm uh, hip that happened at the same time when he went outside of the chord, you know, and came back? You know, all of those are specifics. But because I'm a uh, educated musician, I can uh, quantify those different aspects in the music, you know, with terminology. You know, when you're not educated, you don't have terminology or labels to to put on those uh, different aspects of the music to be able to put everything in its place. You know, it's just it kind of gets to a point where it's just a blur. It's just you get to the point where you just tap out. You don't know. It's just cool, <laughs> you know. But that's the thing, you know, processing music, you got to learn to process music. You got to learn the terminology. You got to learn, um, like I said on the, on the video I did, you know, you got, you have to, before you can perform on the stage and, 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 and record an album, you got to first go all the way back and start with the scales and play the scales with a metronome. And then from the scales, you play the arpeggios, play the arpeggios in all the 12 keys the scales in all 12 keys, then you play the modes. Then you use uh, the modes, you play the arpeggios of the modes. And from there, you can start learning songs, learn the melody. If you don't know the chords, just learn the melody. Then go in and start learning the chords, play the arpeggios of the chords. You know, Then you can play the different modes off of the arpeggios. So it's step by step by step by step by step. You know, And I love... The process of learning. I love the process of um, just, just um, you know, I guess the stimulation that I get from learning, learning new stuff. And, um, you know, whether it's in life or whether it's in music or in business, um, you got to always write down or keep a note or keep track of where you are in the process. Um, because that's what is going to help you continue to move forward. I'm always keeping notes in uh, Evernote. That's this uh, this software that allows for you to uh, put notes, and um, you know you're able to able to get it on your phone or your mobile device wherever you're uh, moving around. You can take a picture of something and put it in there, and you know go back to it. I also use Trello to get stuff done when I'm working with a team on uh, uh, finishing projects and stuff with my websites, you know, 
and I can um, tag them in it or it'll send a message to them where they can see what's going on. So whenever we're finished with working on something, we can move it into from the to-do to the in-progress to from the in-progress to the done. You know, so I love to use these tools to help me with my ideas to uh, execute them and finish them because I'm, I'm so a visionary. I'm, I'm so inspired a lot of times. I got, a, I got too many ideas than what I can follow through with. So I have to keep this stuff journaled and written down just so I can finish, uh, you know, what I start. You know, and that's the thing. You can't be overwhelmed. If you're overwhelmed, that means you're not uh, quantifying or spelling out or, or identifying what the issues are. You know, what's the way to eat an elephant? One bite at a time. So, you know, don't overwhelm yourself. Sometimes our brain will shut down when we got too much information. But if you chop stuff up, and into sections, then you can digest things better. You know, you can digest things better. You can see a path because sometimes you can see a whole bunch of stuff and there's no path carved out for how you're going to maneuver through it. But as a musician of and, and being disciplined and growing, you know, uh, in my musicianship, I'm using a lot of the same approaches in other areas of my life. So because I have know I, I have experience with how to grow as a saxophonist on an instrument, I'm using the same principles to apply to my business, you know, or even spiritually in my growth or, you know, my growth as a, a, a husband and my growth as a, a, a father. You know, every stage or every area of my life or our lives we, we're going through a process. So let me give you another nugget. When you go through the process, I want you to think about this. Like when I was talking about spiritually or even growing as a man, you have to have mentors. It first starts at home. You know, my dad was my example. My mom and dad were my example. So when I got married, you know, it was certain things subconsciously that I just um, was, was doing. And uh, I had to learn even about how, where I got that from. And my wife, her uh, response or the way she acted was, had everything to do with the environment she grew up in when she was, uh, you know, a a child and what she saw from her parents. And so, um, you know, and there was even a, a point where I needed to learn some other things and I had to watch other men, other married men and learn from them and have mentors um, when it came to just being a man and take care of biz- taking care of business, um, being the provider for my home. And even I had to learn business and read books and listen to uh, different audio books about business um, so that I can learn how to put my ducks in a row right, you know, because you have to always have a mentor. That's the key. I always have to have a mentor. I had a mentor in with the saxophone, you know. I had a mentor throughout my high school and college years. That's how I, w- I was able to make a lot of a progress. And that's what I encourage for you. I mean, a lot of people who are trying to lose weight or get in shape, you know, they get a personal trainer. You know, we all need accountability 
in these areas, in these different areas of our lives, just so we can move forward and um, continue to uh, move along in our process. But you got to submit to your process first to get through it. Okay, so that's a whole bunch of stuff I was able to kind of ramble on and, and share with you. And speaking of which, when it comes to mentorship, I am one who uh, teaches lessons. I actually created the Texas Center Music Academy once again as the place that you can go and check out a lot of the lessons that I have available um, in the areas of uh, jazz improvisation and marketing and business for musicians. Also performances uh, that I've done are in uh, Texas Center Music Academy. You can become a um, member today uh, uh, and get the free trial and check it out if you want to stay on. You can join us and uh, hang out with us. I've created also a, a private group for those uh, who want to share what they're practicing on and, and uh, socialize with me. Also, if you're just a music lover and you enjoy the videos that I do, the podcasts and stuff like that, you can definitely become a patron um, by checking out the patron uh, page. It's Texas Tenor, uh, patron.com forward slash Texas Tenor. You can check that out. And I got some cool stuff that I uh, make available for those people who are patrons. And once you become a patron, I'll give you access to my own demand uh, music through my uh, app. So once you download the app, just give me your information after you become a patron, and then I'll send you access to uh, that uh, on-demand, music on-demand inside my app. So uh, definitely go check that out. I'm um, enjoying um, just YouTube and learning and, and watching these videos and learning what these other creators are doing and being consistent with providing uh, their audiences with, with, with content. So it's pushing me to up my game, you know. So it's always growth that's needed. So um, thank you so much for, for hanging out. I can keep going, but I know you all have to keep, uh, you have to get on your way uh, to whatever you have to do, whether it's sleep or going to work or going to your next appointment. Uh, just want to uh, thank you for taking the time to check out this podcast and thank you for helping me along the way uh, during my process. I'm going to get better and better at this, but I'm going to be consistent. That's my thing. I have to submit to the process. So part of the process is being consistent. So whatever it is that you have to do, make sure you go and write it down. Go read something. Go uh, join somebody's course or read uh, you know, get some on Audible or podcast or whatever. Get what you need to get to get to that next level so that you can continue to expand and learn uh, and grow uh, through your process. That concludes this episode for submitting to the process. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen. I'm always wanting to be a blessing, both with music and information that I share with you. And I would like to hear from you. So, uh, give me some feedback wherever you're checking it out on uh, SoundCloud or if you're in the uh, podcast app area, uh, wherever you are or YouTube, send me a message, uh, like, share it, subscribe, 
And uh, I would love to keep in touch with you and uh, find out where you are in your process of getting things done. Okay, so uh, I'm gone. This is Kwame Fowler. Be sure to go to KwameFowler.com. That's my website. And also check out Texas Tenor Music Academy if you would like to join and uh, check out some of the stuff that I offer uh, from the music videos as well as the lesson videos. Okay, so we'll see you next time. Peace.